Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends do deep dive recaps of romance novels while going off on mostly related tangents, sharing opinions about life and love, and of course, giggling. This week, we've got our final guest episode for my maternity leave. Erin teams up with her friend from high school, Liz, to read And Playing the Role of Herself by K.E. Lane. Let's get into it. I also have a mimosa here. Ooh, a mimosa. I have a coffee that I microwaved from yesterday. (laughs) I found that there are people that like are very opposed to that and people that are like very for the yesterday microwaving of coffee. But I'm a very for person. I have to be against this is this is my coffee here. So I've, I've got everything I need. You've got mimosas and coffee. Yeah, that's good. They're being mixed in my stomach. All right. Are you ready? Good and ready. All right. Hello, Liz. Hey, How's Aaron. it going? Going good. Liz is our, our final, I think final guest host uh, for Melody's maternity leave. And I've known Liz since fifth grade. Yeah, that, I think so. Is that we, about well, right? we, we met through our mutual friend, Trisha. Because you and Trisha were in the same class, right? Right, right. Yeah. I was very weird at Trisha, like the quiet girl in class, for long enough that she like agreed to be my friend. And then Liz was her friend. (laughs) Well, I think my first real memory of Aaron is we were at Trisha's house playing house, as children do. Fucking line blind. Why did I invite you here? (laughs) And and I was the dog, because clearly (laughs) No, why are you why are you like this? Why did you do that? And Aaron was the, there was a beggar girl. <laughs> it was like, apparently, I don't remember this. Apparently it was a normal, it. a normal game of house where it was like, there was a mom and a dad and a dog. And I was like, I'll be like a street urchin that comes to the door and like, needs soup. Homeless person. <laughs> Listen, I, I was creative. It's and true. Um, I had read probably a lot of stories about <laughs> beggar girls. Um, and Liz and I were on the same Odyssey of the Mind team. <laughs> God, why are we doing this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why. Um, and then in high school, we did speech and school plays. And, and I was thinking know, about this when we did school plays together. I feel even in speech, when we did events together, you, except for maybe on one occasion, you always played my mom. Oh. Uh, yeah, that is accurate. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Cool. In like the big school play that we were like, we finally got our due and finally starred in. Um, I definitely <laughs> played your mom. That sucked. And well, you were an astronaut, mom. I played Krista McAuliffe in the play. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that crazy wig? Aaron had to wear this wig that was like sl- like a slash wig. She looked like Slash from Guns and Roses, children. The best part of that wig was that we, like, kind of, for the first time in our entire friendship, we were kind of quiet and polite about it. We were like, hey, Mrs. Drama Teacher, like, we've noticed that the wig is terrible, and, like, maybe it'll ruin the whole play. And um, she, ha- was it her husband? Was it, was it the guy she was, like, dating that was, like, always kind of around and, like, sitting in the back of the room and stuff? 
Yeah, I think so. He was like guest directing that play or something like that. Oh, and he was right. like he was like, hey, listen, in the real world of theater in New York City. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you will find that there'll be somebody sitting in the back of the room watching you at rehearsal and then the next day they'll be replacing you. And you know why? Because of stuff like this. You don't complain to wardrobe and we're like it's just a shitty Halloween wig. We're, we're not. We're not in a professional theater. And you know what? We were right. I've yeah. We've and look who's older. in New York now, yeah. bitches. <laughs> yeah, Liz is a. What do you call yourself? Sound engineer. Well, technically, I'm a podcast producer, so I do it all. I do it all, baby. <laughs> Do you want to say, like, what you do and where you work, or are you going to keep it on the DL? No. No, I work for Bloomberg, so if any of your heaving bosom listeners are into the markets or what the Fed's up to, uh, tune in. You guys definitely, like, had a feminism in the workplace sort of gender equality podcast. Yes, we have a podcast called The Paycheck, so just go to... Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you you get your podcasts, type in The Paycheck. It's a series all about like the gender pay gap. And then we're actually working on a season two, which comes out March 27th. So uh, that one will be based on motherhood and how Ooh. that specifically affects the, the pay gap. So, yeah, they've gotten to they've let me put some feminism in the Bloomberg's. So I consider that a win. Yeah, totally. I think there'll be a lot of people that are interested in that. All right. So should we get down to it? Let's do it. So we read And Playing the Role of Herself by, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. This is what I'm saying. They don't, they don't, we're not good at this. K.E. Lane. <laughs> Side note, this author, you can't find this author anymore. Like I was like, oh, what other things has this author written? And she's like a dust particle in the wind. <laughs> like her website is broken. There really? are no other books. Like this is it. So take it in, guys. She might be dead. We don't know. <laughs> if anyone knows Kate Elaine, uh, let us know. We just want to know she's okay. She probably changed her name and started writing something else. That's very common in the romance world is like the pen name will change and then the person will evolve into something else. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, maybe you send out a search party. I don't know. <laughs> um, when I read this, I thought, oh, this was written in like 1998. Did you get that feeling as well? Yes. It was written I... in 2006. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like before. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like it was like the precipice of like when being gay is like cool or OK ish, I guess, like in like the media's. Yeah, I was trying to like remember back to 2006. Like you may you may have a better memory of 2006 than I did as far as like what it's like to like ladies, but I don't I I felt like I don't know. I I felt like this book read to me like the 90s, but maybe I'm just not remembering what 2006 was actually like. <laughs> well, this is also 2006 in Los Angeles. Yeah, so, so it should be more progressive than yeah, the rest you think? of the world. But yeah, I, I think that's pretty accurate for the time. Okay. All right. I think. <laughs> so is this the first romance novel you've ever read? You know, it, it was. Yeah? Uh, yeah. And so I didn't really know what to expect. My uh, fiance, Kate, has read a good deal of romance novels. So Wait, I always kind of heard like, well, yeah, she's a big... I didn't you know, know She's that. a big HB, of course. I did not um, know that. So she's told me, you know, like... 
about like what she's read and like just like how the plot lines typically go down. But I, of course, had never read one until I cracked open this this book. So, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised at the easiness of the read and that it was like just like enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. That's like like we we say it's like dessert. It's like you don't have to go home and like eat vegetables. It's like you go home yeah. and have like a slice of cake. So this is I think this is the first lesbian romance we're doing on the podcast we tried to do one a couple home oh, i almost said a couple years ago but like a year ago and the recording wasn't good and we didn't end up releasing it so here you are you're Wait, on wasn't that first... the wasn't that the patreon yeah we ended up releasing it just for oh, okay. patrons because we just didn't think it was a good episode so we didn't put it out but then we waited a year and put it on for patrons all right so this is listed often as people's like first lesbian or female female romance novel they're like oh this is the first one i ever read or it's often listed as like the best one like this is the one that you have to if you're into female female romance this is like the seminal book and it i i can kind of see i can kind of see why it is that way um yeah i mean the dialogue is like super like I mean, it's kind of cheeseball in some ways, but, like, it's very, like, casual. Like, it takes place in, like, the more present day, so you don't have to, like, go all England times on this and mm-hmm. try to understand <laughs> other things happening in society. Um, and then also, at least for me, it was like, oh, I can relate to this because I'm an avid, like, Law & Order SVU watcher. And uh, Well, I feel like I've seen every episode. All of the episodes. You've seen uh, every SVU episode? <laughs> I know. There's only like 700, but I've seen them. I don't think I've ever seen one Law & Order SVU episode. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've Somehow ever seen that's... a Law & Order episode, ever. You're... Well, but this is, we're talking Olivia Benson here. I don't know who that is. <gasps> For real? No. Oh, man. I, I, I don't even didn't know. did Taylor Swift name her cat that? Well, yeah. That's what I know of, of Olivia uh, Benson. So she's a, such an influential character that she appeals to T. Swizzle enough. I so I don't know. I just like I I don't want to go home and watch Law and Order. Like I just feel like that's <laughs> I, okay. Th- here's the, here's the problem with Law and Order. I'll go home and watch like a crime show that's like um, so ridiculous that it's like not even. You know, it's like Grey's Anatomy for doctors. Like I'll go home and watch like one of the really stupid ones, like. Bones. I don't mean Bones is a stupid show, but it's not like realistic <laughs> at all. Yeah. But like Law and Order is like just realistic enough that it's like not fun for me. And like. they're always, I feel like the episodes are always kind of based on like loosely based on what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, this like most recent episode was like something about 23 and Me, which was very much like the Golden State Killer thing. Sure, sure, but sure. But they did their own like kind of corny spin on it. Did it happen so. in, like, two weeks? They're like, let's get this DNA <laughs> test. And then, like, the next day, they're like, it's back. Let's put him in jail. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. because this book is, like, takes place with actors on a show very similar to Law & Order, uh, I could also find it easy Good. to, like, jump into. All right. So we've got Cadence, who is on a show called Ninth Precinct, and she plays a hard-as-nails cop the first scene made me upset because the first scene is her interrogating a child <laughs> who i think is a victim of something she's like <laughs> yep she like gets in his face and she's like who hurt you and it's like 
I've never seen even a TV show, like a Law and Order or something, <laughs> that is like, you know what we'll do is we'll put the child in the interrogation room, the victim. I mean, I've seen them interrogate child, like, murderers and stuff, but like... Like, yeah, let's put him in there and, like, really, like, pound on the table and be like, you're going to tell us <laughs> who, who raped you, Timmy. Yeah. Who is the, the murderer? Like, I, I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And so she does that and she, like, gets in the kid's face and makes the actual kid cry. <laughs> um, so that's our first look for Cade. And the director, like, is like, cut, you know, don't don't make the kid cry. And her internal monologue about this director is constantly, like oh, this is a guest director and he's like always in my face and always wrong. But it's like always about something that she like really super screwed up. So I think maybe like he's a good yeah. director. You shouldn't yeah, make the child actor cry. Yeah. And like she like you, you find out that she's kind of like new to acting anyway. So like prior to being on this show, she was like a hot chick in a beer commercial or something. <laughs> a beer commercial so, like, that everyone has apparently seen. They're always like, yeah. oh yeah, beer girl, beer slut. <laughs> so like, hey, Kate, perhaps listen to this director person because like, learn your plays. Yeah. And so she, like, so after the scene, she like looks over at her coworker, Liz, who's like a sexy, blonde, um, like child starlet, superstar lady. Yeah. And she's also Southern. Because yeah. why not? Who's also a Southern Belle. And like, I, I was kind of, I thought she was going to be our heroine, but I guess not. I was really excited it was going to be Liz and Cade. And then it <laughs> yeah. turned out that's not the case. Liz is just a friend, a sexy friend who she likes to describe sexily. So Cade goes back to her trailer and there is a lady in her trailer named Robin who is from another show called In Their Defense, in which Robin plays a defense attorney, and then she's kind of sometimes on Ninth Precinct. Is this a common Law & Order thing where they, like, cross over? Well, y it used to happen when there were more Law & Order spin off -y shows, like Criminal Intent, for instance, <laughs> but they are all off the air, and I feel like SVU is the only survivor. Did you um, watch Criminal Intent? Yeah! Okay, tell me, riddle me this. SVU, I get it, because all of those cases are going to be special victim cases, right? Yeah, yeah. Criminal intent, like, what is the difference? All the crimes need <laughs> criminal intent. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, okay, so, like, it mostly, like, centered on, like, these, like, two... They were, like, kind of, like, two storylines. Like, one was, like, this dude was, like, a crazy good detective, and he could, like, basically figure out the puzzles of people's minds. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> um, and then the other one starred Mr. Big from Sex and the City. He was like the other team of CI people. And he okay. like wasn't as smart, but he looked better. So He looked better? <laughs> no, no. It was nothing uh, glamorous. But yeah, so perhaps that, that question of like, what exactly does this person do that's different than anybody else? Mm -hmm. It was too much, and the show was canceled. So <laughs> fair, um, okay. But I would say it's more like it's more like the Shonda Rhimes shows when there were like uh, you know, okay, like kind of crossovers. And okay, all right, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, so this girl Robin comes and is sometimes a guest on the Ninth Precinct show, and she plays a defense attorney. And she, when she comes, shares a trailer with Cade, and Cade is all about it. She immediately identifies her as a sexy woman. She's super tall, leggy, dark hair, 
She's got one sexy eyebrow that she likes to and, talk about. And like a deep, like throaty voice. Very... Which I'm like, does she sound like a smoker? Like yeah. I can't like <laughs> constantly she's talking about her bedroom, her bedroom like throaty voice. Like okay. I'm trying to think of like, is there an actress out there that like has this kind of voice? Kathleen Turner. Turner. Okay. Which is her name. <laughs> <laughs> or do you think like or do you think like Gal Gadot do you think her voice is kind of like that yeah or do you I, think I think lower? That. yeah okay I'd say that alright I'm gonna go with that you know who I think of who's not a famous person but you're gonna know is like mm. you know on The Bachelor the Danielle that was the nurse that kissed Wells ooh yeah yeah and she had like the bleachy blonde hair the one with the dead fiance mm-hmm. I think that I think her voice is one of those voices that's very like low and like sexual i like it this is i'm gonna go with this and that is a segment called references only liz and i get okay (laughs) all right liz is a big bachelor fan okay so she's in her trailer they kind of flirt a little bit kate usually like giggles and can't act like an adult around this woman robin but like for the first time for like no real reason she's able to like have an adult conversation with her well, kind of, because, like, Robin's sleeping on the couch, and then Cade walks in, and she's like, I'm so tired, or something, and then she's like, should I make room for you on the couch? And she's like, no, but I might have joined you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't know what kind of exchange that is, but I guess it is, <laughs> like, better than what it had been, according to Cade. Yeah. But, and then she Robin's she like... giggled at her before. Yeah, and then Robin's like, wink, I'll remember that. Uh huh. So clearly they're already kind of flirting. Yeah. So they have she like Cade laughs and Robin's like, "You have a great laugh." Like I never <laughs> noticed that before. Cade's like, "Ooh, I think she's flirting with me." But Robin has like a very famous tennis pro boyfriend who's like a famous hot person. So yes. Cade knows that Robin is straight because of that. So she's trying not to be like too into it. Right. And they're like media darlings, so they're all over like Us Weekly and People and stuff. Whenever they, Robin and his name's Josh, right? Uh, Josh Riley, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and here's where Cade says that she like just now recently in her life noticed that she's into ladies. Ugh. Uh, okay, Liz, <laughs> help me. This out was this. like okay, so like. This book, very cute, but, like, this was, like, my one issue that I was, like, Ugh, I don't know if this should be the book because this character is, like, it's such a trope, I feel, to be, like, oh, but now I'm gay because I'm mm-hmm. gay now. Um, but she had, I feel, like, admitted to herself that she had feelings for other women and was kind of coming around to it, but she admits at this point that she's never actually been with a woman, just thought about it. Right, but she says, like, she didn't even start thinking about it until, like, I think she's in her early 30s or at least late 20s. And she's like, (laughs) oh, I just realized that I'm into girls. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I feel like I don't buy that. No, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't want to take away from anybody else's story. But no, I feel like you just, you just know, like, you grow up and like, sure, like, you know, boys are cute and fun to hang out with. And everybody says you should hang out with boys. But like, honestly, you're always like. I would have just as much fun, if not more fun, with my girl who is a friend Mm -hmm. also. So, Mm -hmm. like, you kind of know. So maybe she was just in denial for way too long. I'm I'm learning more things about you because I feel like what you just told me was that you always knew. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, at least I feel like I knew when I was like, uh, 
12 maybe yeah so like pretty much like <laughs> the whole time we've known each other <laughs> well Aaron, this is probably the wrong time to just tell you how i've felt all these years <laughs> but here goes <laughs> okay we gotta move um so then seeing that robin is here to play in is that a thing you play in a scene act yeah. out in mm, do acting for um is that this really bothered me. I'm going to like get on a, a what, do you, what what is Melody? A soapbox. So Cade is a cop. Robin's a defense attorney. The scene is that Robin or no, Cade throws Robin against a wall <laughs> and like kind of strangles her with her arm, does like the, the arm across the body thing. Because the reason why is that Robin is a defense attorney that has successfully defended a child molester and maybe murderer or something like that. I don't know. He did bad stuff to kids in court and won because Cade's character screwed up the evidence, mishandled the evidence. And so the dialogue is like, how dare you defend this child molester? Like, you're a woman, which is like (laughs) so sexist and horrible. I can't even I can't even like touch on that so get so like she's mad at her for doing her job and like she's the one that messed up the evidence and that's the reason the guy is acquitted and she throws this woman against the wall and we're supposed to believe that that's like totally fine you guys listen defense attorneys are just doing their jobs and protecting people's constitutional rights and if somebody walks because a detective mishandled evidence that is the risk we take in this democracy and sorry and really Robin should be the one that's mad at Cade for mishandling the evidence and letting this guy go free. That's how I feel about that. And it doesn't matter that she's a woman. That's super sexy. Moving on. Okay. All right. Um, but then the, the, I feel like you're, that's like what actually happens in the scene and what's wrong with it. But like the big part is that like, yeah, you're right. Cade <laughs> gets so close to Robin. You're forgetting the gay part. Okay. Like, Cade is like the romance part. <laughs> Kate like throws Robin against the wall and this is the t- first time that they're like touching and super close to one another and at one point Kate's like uh this like shitty director better call cut or I'll explode or kiss her or both which mm-hmm. would be career ending moves because it's 2006 and like I guess if you kiss another lady on screen you'll be fired or something well I think it would also be a career ending move if you just like smooched your straight <laughs> colleague in front of everyone in the room like i feel like it doesn't have to be hollywood to just grab like another person who's like just minding their own business doing their job or yeah like and then of course my brain's like or explode like literally just like Yeah, I guess that would be a career-ending move. There were a lot of times in this book where I felt like her description of the sexual tension was, like, way too heightened. I was like, to- like, it's not, it can't be that bad. Like, But also maybe it's because she hasn't had sex with a woman before, so it's, she's like a, like, you know, it's like all you can think about, I guess. Like, yeah. even as, like, a teenager, you're like, oh, I haven't had sex, but this person's hot and blah, like, that's all I can <laughs> think about. I feel like... That's what she was going through as, like, a 30-something-year-old woman. (laughs) Fair, fair. I felt like there were a lot of times where it was just, like... Like, okay, Robin would, like, walk into the room and just be sexy. 
and Cade would like spit out her drink. That happened like six <laughs> times. There it's true. So many spit takes in this book where she would like, Robin would just like look at her and like raise an eyebrow and she'd like spit out all her drink, which is great. I've never seen anyone in real life just be like, <sighs> right. Because somebody was hot. That's crazy. So needless to say, there there's a lot of fireworks between these yes. two when the, the physical stuff comes about, when they just touch each other. And also at the very end of this scene, I was really weirded out. Also because Cade like tries to kind of apologize for being so rough in the scene, and then Robin like puts two fingers on her lips and is like, shh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> and like I I just don't know any acquaintances, even if I had a crush on them, that would do that. <laughs> This is, like, first red flag. Like, a lot of the conflict in this book is that Cade likes Robin, but Robin is straight because she's with this, like, super hunky celebrity man. And, like, there's never been a time where a female friend of mine has been, like, hush now. And, like, she calls her baby all the time and, like, does, like, the slow hand down her cheek constantly. I'm, like... Come on. Like, it's very <laughs> clear this woman wants to sleep with you. Like, maybe she's cheating on this guy, but she's not straight. There's no way. Yeah, and there's a few times in the book I feel that Cade's like, well, maybe she's just like that. Maybe she's just touchy-feely. And fair, women like that exist, but mostly, in my opinion, that means they want you. Like, they're into you. <laughs> right. Like, because, I mean, I love you, Aaron, but I'm never going to put no. my hands on your lips and say shh it's fine wait i thought <laughs> i was the person that awakened you <laughs> this is bullshit no i can't imagine any situation where i would do that and so then the next day she's gonna go with liz the blonde southern bell starlet to like a press junket sort of thing this was a weird scene to me so they go to this press. Sorry, sidestep. Do you think? Do you think Liz is kind of like Reese Witherspoon? I could see that. I guess like, I was imagining Southern. Yeah, I think I was imagining like a more. I don't know how to say it. Like a more like big hair. Like Reese Witherspoon isn't to me as enough of a like strong Southern Belle sort of personality. Okay. I don't know who she's. Based okay, because I'm having I, I always have to cast people, and I was having a hard time with her. But yeah, I agree. Okay, so they're at this press junket, and um, a guy asks a que- a journalist asks the question. It's such a weird question I've never heard happen in real life ever. That's <laughs> like, hey, like it's it's like his personal. It's just like what he personally, Jim, wants to know. He's like, hey, guys, um, there's a lot of fan fiction out there that is uh, lesbian fan fiction and has you guys smooching. And how does that affect your like on screen friendship or your real life friendship and on screen, whatever, whatever. And Cadence, who's read some of this, is like, um, it doesn't because it's fan fiction and it doesn't make me feel weird about her at all. And like it was a very, very... Did you find it weird? It was weird. But I feel like, here's my theory, is that this question comes in and it talks all about fan fiction and it explains, like, Cadence has to explain to Liz basically what fan fiction is. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that perhaps this book started as Law & Order yeah. SVU fan fiction <laughs> because it's, like, it's so self-aware because there's there's always been, like, a weird theory that, uh, not weird, but a theory that Olivia Benson is gay and 
there was this ADA a couple years back named Alex <laughs> Cabot, who she was apparently gay for. And if you look on YouTube and you type in Alex and Olivia SVU, there's a ton of like tribute videos of like. Do they look like this? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was psyched. But I feel like it's so similar that it can't be ignored. And the fact that this book is like, well, if for everybody who doesn't know, here's what fan fiction is. Yeah, I felt like there were a few nods throughout the book of like, because this was maybe one of the first, one of the first like popular female, female romances. At least that's what the internet is telling me. Yeah. There were a lot of nods to things like that. Like, here's fan fiction. Here's this. Here's that. Here are things that you might experience if you're like coming out. Like there were a lot of those things that I thought were superfluous to the story, but seemed to be like things that the author wanted to add in for the fan base. Okay. So Cade takes this question and it's fine. Um, Liz freaks out in a way that I did not understand at all. Like she lost her shit. She was like, do people think that I'm a lesbian? Do people think that I'm the type of woman that would kiss another woman? And why do they think that? And then they give her some of the lesbian fan fiction to read. And she is all about it in a very weird way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine a situation. They're in a limousine or at least a, a car where she's like reading this on her laptop. I can't imagine a situation where I read fan fiction about <laughs> my friend, like erotic fan fiction in front of my friend. <laughs> like, and I'm like, mm, this is really good. This is really good. And you say there are more stories like this? And yeah. then she asks, she asks, Liz asks Cadence, like, well, how did you find these? And Cadence was like, nah, I was <laughs> research. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So then the next scene we get is like a table read or a writer meeting. I think a table read, right? Yes, yes. And like, this is another situation where like Robin walks in and she's super sexy, notably because of her toe rings, which I thought was... <laughs> Okay, so if you wanted something that dates it, the toe rings date it. <laughs> There's a lot of discussion about toe rings. But like, okay, 2006, we were what? Sophomores in college? Yeah. So yeah. Okay, so you're, you're in a sorority at this point, right? I am. All right, were toe rings big? Like, think back. I feel like they perhaps were, but also we went to school in the Midwest, so like, you didn't really see like... The summer months when people were perhaps most wearing toe rings, right? <laughs> toe ring months. <laughs> like, I I wonder if this was actually written in like 2002, but like published oh. in 2006. Yeah, you're probably right. So if it were 2002, I would say, oh, 100%. Yeah, toe we rings. wore toe rings in high school. I remember toe rings being a thing. Yes. I remember my mom going on vacation and bringing me back a toe ring. Like, here's what I got for you in Florida is a toe ring. Ah, nice. I never wore it. I wasn't cool enough. I felt like I couldn't wear a toe ring. Can you wear it now? I don't don't think so. I can't even imagine a situation (laughs) in Alaska where somebody's like, check out my toe ring. (laughs) Just a question. Three days out of the year where we can wear sandals at all. Like, the idea that somebody jazzes that up with a toe ring is like... A lot would be very extra. Um, so yeah, she walks in, she's sexy. Cade thinks something to herself, like, oh, she's really sexy. And then a man says like the same thing that Cade was thinking, and again she does a spit take, which is very <laughs> <laughs> really weird. 
Yeah, it's like, can you hear what I'm thinking? And yeah, and like at this point, like we're meeting a lot of like the cast members and stuff. Right. And like another thing, I don't know. It's just like we're we're being introduced to these characters just because they're there, not because they like no add one matters all to the story. It's uh-uh. true. And there's like a there's a revolving door of directors too. There's like the first yes. guest director. There's another guest director. Right. I think, but again, I think this author like inserts things that she thinks her fans that either she wants her fans to know about or thinks that they want to read because all of these people are like misogynist in their different ways. Right. Like there, there are just different kinds of men that are annoying for different reasons kind of peppered throughout this whole thing. So I think yeah. that's maybe the situation. Cause men suck. Yeah. This is about ladies. <laughs> this is lady time. <laughs> um, so, this uh, table read is to announce that, so Liz, I guess, went to the writers and said, I want there to be a lesbian storyline like this media dude talked about. And I think that would really help all the ratings. And then the writers were like, yeah, but it's not going to be you. It's going to be Robin and Cade. Because Cade, we didn't really describe her, but she's like a really tough cop and she's got like short, spiky black hair. But like, I guess in a sexy way. Um. Yeah, like, like butch, but like femme butch, because like, she's not, I don't know, it was very sketchily like described. So, so of course, Cadence freaks out. Yeah, in the series finale, she's got to make out with Robin, the defense attorney. And they said that they chose the two of them to be the characters that make out because in focus groups or whatever that they've apparently done since last Tuesday. (laughs) Um... (laughs) That that scene of Cage shoving Robin against the wall, people thought that they might kiss. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That tension. So anyway, yeah. So Cade's freaking out. Robin well, and Liz. Then Liz freaks out because like she's like, "What the oh, hell? Right, like yeah. this was like my idea." And like, "What are you doing?" Rah! Yeah. And, like, Liz loses her shit on the writers, and then. Cade is nervous for other reasons, and so she takes it out on the writers as like, why would you do this in front of everybody? And now you've pissed Liz off because Liz is like a temperamental starlet that'll lose her mind and ruin everybody else's day. <laughs> and and then she like she like tells the showrunner to like shove it or something like that, which is not a good move. Um so yeah, so that's the end of that. So before the table read, Cade invited Robin to lunch with her. And yeah. then after the table read, Kate is like, I can't even think about Robin. Like, I'm going to have to smooch her on TV. This is bad. And then Robin's like, what about remember lunch? And like, <laughs> Kate's like, all right. So they go have a picnic together in the mountains. And this is when we find out that Kate has named her car Twyla. Twyla! I can't. I thought that you might love this part in particular. I can't. Do you- <laughs> You don't name cars, right? No, it's ridiculous. Because no, you're a serious woman in the world. Thank <laughs> That's you. That's right. All right. Yeah. And like, I don't know. So she names her car Twyla. And then Robin's like, hey, Twyla. And then Kate is like, oh, my God, I'm in love with this woman. Like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> so often in romance novels, when like girls name their cars and then the guy plays along. They're like, oh, my God, he's so cute. So I'm glad that also in lesbian romances, we can have the same stupid thing. Um. So, yeah, so they go on the mountain picnic, and then while they're on the picnic, Robin invites Cade to go to dinner with her and Josh, her sexy Tennis man. boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Robin's house. So that's what we get the next chapter. Cade goes over to Robin's house. Josh is there. It's kind of like a weird threesome vibe, and I was kind of like, 
hoping that's kinda maybe that's where what we're I thought, going. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was thinking maybe because like they were both like so happy to have her there. Like they like Josh was like, oh, my God, it's Cadence Harris. Yeah. And he comments that she's hot several times. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember when you were the beer slut. <laughs> <laughs> the beer wench. Yes. And he's always he's kind of like always touching her on the arm and stuff. And so I was like, yeah. oh, either this guy is into it and that's going to be one of the conflicts in the book or like he's maybe gay and doesn't feel like there's any kind of, you know, there's no tension there. So he's like touching her on the arm and it's fine. Right. But I thought that was a little. Yeah, I was thinking we were going to get a threesome, but we didn't. <clears throat> he leaves. And then Cade tries to leave, but she's like. Oh, uh, uh, Robin's like, no, 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 Wait. stay. I'm like, come hey, to my room with me on. and drink wine. Yeah, she's like, I'll give you the tour, mostly of the bedroom, and like, come out on the balcony <laughs> of the bedroom, and like, we'll drink on the balcony, and like, here's my sweatshirt for you to wear in case you get cold. I'm like, come on, Kate. Like, clearly, yeah. many she's clues into it. here. Yeah. And while they're on the balcony, Robin says to Cade that she's not actually with Josh. That's something that's kind of just for the media, and they've let them assume that, and they've never really lied about it, but they've never really confirmed it either. And, right. Um, and so then, like, okay, sorry, go ahead. I don't want to no, get ahead No, no, no. No, but Cade, like, freaks out when she tells her this yeah. because she feels like she's being lied to, which I thought was very weird because she's only really known this woman a week. Well, I feel like this has played out so much in Cade's head at this point that she's Mm -hmm. like her head is ahead of where they actually are. And so it would be it's like a girlfriend getting mad at you for like withholding information. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why she got mad because I don't feel like Robin ever had the opportunity to be like, hey, I'm not with Josh because it's the first time they've like hung out alone except for that work lunch. Right. But it also could be that like. Cadence realizes now that Robin is a possibility. Mm-hmm. And that means that she has to confront truths about herself at this point. That's probably true. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the reason. Um, but then they immediately make up. Like, basically, Cade, like, hurries off. And then Robin calls her and is like, I don't know what I did. And then they make up. And then they go on a run. Yes. The next day. Yeah. I mean, they get really touchy-feely at the end of the run. Like, they're like kind of playing around with each other and Cadence puts her arms around uh, uh, Robin in like a ha ha. This is this is fun. Oh, friends yeah. type way. And then, and then, it then gets like weird. it gets like they have like a moment where they probably should have kissed, but then they didn't. And then Robin gets all, oh, my God, what's happening? And she like gets in her car and like drives away and is all icy cold toward Cadence. Yeah. Yeah. And then also that it's like in front of like there's like a teen boy there that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, because I think they're about to kiss and then there's like a teen boy that's like off in the distance that's like, hey, lady, <laughs> you dropped your <laughs> keys or something like yes. that. Yes. Um, Isn't yeah. it at this point, though, where like Cadence like tells Robin like, hey, like I've never been with or not yet. No, it's not yet. OK, sorry. Forget that I said that. No, it's not yet. Okay. So so after that, so Robin like storms off. Kate doesn't know what she did wrong. Kate has lunch with Liz in which she and Liz eat Thai food for like, I don't know, 50 pages and talk about nothing. (laughs) And then uh, Liz is like, you know, I'm okay with the scene not being my scene. And she's like asking her if she's nervous. And Kate's like, I've never kissed a girl, but I've thought about it. 
and Liz right. is like needling her and it's it's a complete throwaway chapter. It does not matter. So the next time Cade <laughs> sees Robin <laughs> is Cade gets in a mountain bike accident. Oh God. Okay, listener. Um this is like get ready. Like there's <laughs> so many of these like issues that happen to poor Cadence where you're like well, why would the characters ever talk to each other when something horrible could happen to Cadence instead? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is the first of 15 times where Cadence gets, like, hurt or in trouble, and Robin had, like, just been a bitch and then decides not to be a bitch anymore. Did you right. like Robin? Well, I liked how hot she apparently was, <laughs> but I guess that was one of my issues throughout the book. I'm like, okay, Cadence seems like a real person, has flaws and so forth, like, overreacts. But then, like, we never get anything from... This is all told from Cadence's point of view. So mm-hmm. we never understand, like, why Robin does the the shit that she does. And she only, like, half-heartedly explains herself ever. So... Yeah. The explanations just, didn't didn't rise to the level of bitchiness, I feel like she... Right. Forward. Right. So maybe she's just a bit much in general as, like, a person. I kind of felt like Cadence only likes Robin because she's, like super duper sexy and like the only woman that she's ever like had a shot with since she realized that she's gay yeah i don't know cadence seems like a nice person and robin seems horrible um right right basically yes but she always comes back around as soon as Cade's life is threatened so (laughs) which that counts for something you know (laughs) yeah 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 as long as she keeps getting hurt this relationship (laughs) is going to last well and the other thing is I felt like the the two of them they didn't have any like specific reasons why they liked each other like I got that they did but I didn't really understand the book really makes it seem like it's it's very physical Mm -hmm. like they think each other is hot. They have crazy effects on one another. But even the times when they talk about, like, this is what my family's like, it's like, yawn, yawn. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They don't have anything in common other than their job. Right. And that they're both into banging ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and that they work out. Like, yeah. I felt like anytime they talked about their families or their past, it was like, oh, interesting. And never like, me too. Like, there yeah, was never any, like, like, download this information about me. Move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, so Kate's in this mountain bike accident, and because of that, she's like held like laid up on her couch, and she misses some party she's supposed to be at, but she forgets. And Liz calls her and is like, "You're supposed to be at this party." And Kate's like, "I'm sorry, I was in a very serious mountain biking accident. <laughs> I was at the I was in the hospital. People told me to yeah. to stay home." Robin, apparently, we don't know. This is all from Kate's perspective. The whole book apparently like loses her shit at the party like drops everything like i just imagined her like holding a drink and then just like dropping it and (laughs) darting out of the room you're probably right um and shows up at cadence's house yeah cadence's house and is like i'm gonna take care of you and she ends up staying the night yes Um, but they just like flirt and like she kind of like lets cadence like sleep on her lap Mm-hmm. And so, like, nothing crazy happens, really. She tucks it was her just, in. Like, that was kind of yeah. cute. It's fine. It, if I guess if this is, like, our glimpse at, like, oh, like, Robin is can be sweet and thoughtful. But then she turns, like, on a dime. <laughs> Don't like get comfortable, bitch. listener. Yeah, exactly. Don't you get comfortable here. Um. So then they wake up the next morning. Robin's sleeping on the couch. And they start talking about how their big kiss is coming up like next week. And if they're nervous and stuff like that. And Cade says that she's never kissed a woman. And Robin Ah, gets 
totally messed up by this and is like but what <laughs> to the point where like kate's like i've never kissed a woman and robin's like but i thought but i i thought uh, like mess. she starts that sentence several times and then kate's like you thought what and robin's like i don't know i'm a bitch and i'm leaving <laughs> like it's like kate if you can't figure this out like it's pretty clear here right um so she was supposed to have dinner with her and stuff and like she cancels she, dinner. Like, she ghosts and then like doesn't she show up in like the press hanging out with tennis man? Yeah, she says she's going out of town, but then she's like very clearly in the tabloids, like at a restaurant down the street with her tennis boyfriend. Um, so that really upsets Cade. Cade. Yeah. So then it's the big kiss day and Cade hasn't heard from Robin. Cade's real mad. Real mad. <laughs> Like, attitude. A lot of attitude. And Robin's very, like, like grabs hey. her collar and is like, hey, are you nervous? Like, <laughs> like, I'm not nervous. I'm pissed off at you because you can't something. And you're not being a good friend, friend. to me. <laughs> yeah. um, and so they fight. And then it's time well, for the kiss scene. Yeah, like, like Cadence, like, can't get any resolution. So she's like, you know what? I'm an actor, so I'm going to use this. Use it. I'm going to take it out in the kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> they kiss. And then they, like, it's it's a good one. Like It's real good. It's, I like, mad pulls her back desperate. in for a couple more kisses. And yeah, they, they like kind of touching boobs. They kind of go, they, they, they improv a little, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely remember, like, Cade going under Robin's suit jacket, and I wasn't sure if it was in the front Z's <laughs> or the back Z's, but I was like, damn, SVU. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, probably not actually what would happen in 2006 on the television, but it was good for the read. Yeah. Um, and then everybody on the set is kind of, like, real awkward Boy, about yoing. it. <laughs> Times where there's like awkward men around that are like, damn, like you saw into my fantasies, am I right? And like, like we're just well, professional at least, at least, you know, going back to like the shitty, uh, you know, guest directors, this is a lady guest director at least. So, was the, it? The author, yeah, the author gives us that. <laughs> there was somebody, I, I don't know if it was a writer or somebody who said something about like, you've been seeing into my fantasies or something weird yes. like that. And I was like, <laughs> could have done without. So after that, Cade's like, I need to see Robin and talk to her because like this kiss has ignited a fire in me. And like she like in my loins. Yeah. She like goes to Robin's house. Every time I oh, hear yeah. the word loins, you know what I think of? I think Park of loins. No, I think of tender <laughs> loins from the morning announcements in high school do you remember oh, that yes yeah, yes anyways, sorry <laughs> you guys somebody got fired from doing the morning announcements in our high school for putting a pause between tenderloins when <laughs> announcing the lunches. lunch menu yeah i i almost got fired because i laughed at a burger king scholarship when it specified you cannot work at burger king <laughs> to get the scholarship <laughs> Come on, guys. Sorry. Digression. That, that is funny. Um, okay, so, all right. So, oh, Cade goes to Robin's house. Yes. And there's a party at Robin's house, and there's somebody there that's like, I'm at the party at Robin's house, and she's trying to get inside. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm hanging on every word you're saying <laughs> as if I'm living it the first time. Sorry. 
<laughs> so she goes and knocks on the door and Robin comes out and she's super angry and she's like, Cade, I have guests. Why are you here? What do you want? Yeah. And, and like she's like real icy about it. Cade's all like, there's something between us and blah, blah, blah. Listen, guys, they have a total fight outside <laughs> her house and then they have a total super hard makeout against yeah. her door. Yeah. And, and then it's like so desperate and wanting and all those words. Yeah, it's good Tongues stuff. Lashing. <laughs> Tongues lashing out at each other. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. It's super hot. And then Robin's like, you know what? I forgot. I'm a bitch. So she's like, <laughs> hey, Kate, I'm not going to be your little like lesbian experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Experiment. That's what I said. <laughs> Very different. I'm not going to be your experiment. <laughs> Your experiment. experiment. I'm not going to be your gum. <laughs> Taste fresh and minty for you. Yeah. Um. So I like. I felt like a lot of this book, like many books, is if they just like talk to each other, it would have been resolved. Because like, Robin's very like, oh, you just suddenly realize you're into women, and I'm going to be your like first, your first you know, yeah. test the waters thing. And all Kate needed to say was like, no, I've, I realized I was into women a long time ago. I just haven't acted on it yet. Like, I feel like if Kate explained her journey, then Robin yes. would have probably been fine with it. But Robin well, thought that Kate like just not realized. Yeah. And it's like also Robin makes it seem like, I don't know, she's had plenty of ladies in the past. Mm -hmm. And like, what does she care? You know, she, because like it's different with Kate it's different oh, I, with I forget I forgot that <laughs> that part but it's like I don't know it was there was a lot of like conflicting things going on but yes had they just talked about it I feel like it would have you know we wouldn't have had so many horrible things wouldn't have happened to Cadence <laughs> right we wouldn't have had such a long book and Cadence would have almost died multiple times <laughs> yes. um so then so Robin like rejects Cadence and Cadence gets real upset. And then there's going to be like a big fancy Hollywood party. And so Cadence is like, Ooh, you know what? Scene. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to slut it up real slutty and I'm going to get laid tonight. And That's I don't know right. why she doesn't think Robin will be there because it's like a show party and you would think that <laughs> she would be there, but she's like, Listen, she, she was so focused on getting all slutted up that she couldn't even entertain the idea that this woman might show up again. Yeah, but I think in some way she was, like, hoping that she'd show up and, like, see how sexy she was in her Oh, of course. Outfit. I mean, isn't that how it works? Yeah. But then she sluts it up hardcore, gets there, and everybody's like, wow, Cadence, you look like a slut. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and so Cadence starts talking to some other hot chick named Magda. <laughs> It's like it was the classic like she's an actual cop who like consults on the show and is like real muscly and she's like she's probably gay I'll go over there <laughs> yeah and then she's like can I bum a cig yeah. <laughs> and she's drinking some sort of scotch or something I don't know like it was all very awkward to me yeah Cadence is really into scotch and bumming <laughs> cigarettes and again this is like, another reason why I was like it's 1998 like I feel like yeah. smoking yeah. hasn't been cool in a very long time <laughs> um but yeah especially so, in LA so then somebody says something about Robin being there and Kate is like a Robin too <laughs> And then they see each other, and Robin's drunk, first yes, of all. Yes, yes. And, and she, second, like, smiles at her, like, all, like, I don't under ever understand it when in literature it's like, she smiled, but not in a nice way. And it's like, yeah. well, 
what does that mean? Like a predatory way? (laughs) Because I guess she's like, oh, like one of those. (laughs) I don't know. I'm into it. Like a bitchy, sarcastic smile. Like, oh, you dress like a slut, I guess. Figures. Yeah. So she, like, makes some drunken comment in front of everybody on the show of, like, oh, so you're just going to fuck Magna. <laughs> Why can't I talk Magna? He's going to go fuck Magna, I guess. Like, it was very weird. Like, I don't know how it's surprising to anyone on this show that these two are gay for each other. Like, they share a trailer Cadence is like, I feel like in the early 2000s, like anyone with short hair was suspect. Like, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right about that. So Cadence already has short hair, hasn't had a boyfriend in forever. They had a super hot kiss on screen that they did way more than they needed to. And yep. now this situation. And yet <laughs> yeah. still everybody in the cast is like, what? <laughs> they find out that they're lesbians. They must be friends. Really close friends. Such such close friends that they're jealous of each other's friends. Um, so, then, so then Cadence grabs Robin and, like, yanks her into a bathroom to be like, what the F? Yeah. And then Robin, like, tackles her, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, if you just wanted a lay, then why didn't you say so? <laughs> and she, like, puts her, Robin, like, puts her, her, like, leg in between Cadence's legs and starts grinding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cadence and is, uh, into it. Way into it, but then is also like, but she's drunk. Yeah. So she stops it. <laughs> but, like, she's drunk and also like, hey, I wanted to, this is what I wanted, is to have sex with this woman and, like, be her girlfriend and stuff. And, like, yeah. now she's like, oh, you can have sex, but you can't be my girlfriend, or you can, like, you don't get to make the rules robin (laughs) right right um so cadence i think slaps her right yeah to like get her like pay attention because at this point her drunkness robin's drunkness really comes through and then she basically realizes that like she's not gonna be able to get through to robin under these circumstances but also because cadence is a nice person doesn't want robin to like leave this party shwasted because Mm -hmm. she can hardly walk so she goes finds a tennis man Josh. I think that was self-serving too, because if she let Robin leave that bathroom, Robin in front of everyone in the casting oh, crew yeah. was gonna be like, We were gay together earlier today, and now you don't want to be gay with me again. And you're gay, and we're having lesbian sex. This is a lesbian yeah. fight. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what would have happened. Yeah, you're right. I could have gone for that though. It would have spiced things up. <laughs> that would have been great dialogue. So then um, Cade decides to go on a hiking trip with her brother, Perry, and his friend, James. (laughs) Like, I guess, like, this is Uh, the summertime, so, like, they filmed the season finale, so they're on hiatus. There's a whole chapter of just, like, hiking around with James and Perry that, like, no one asked for and no one wanted. Um, I mean, they're, like, perfectly fine, nice boy characters, but, like, also, like, does not move the plot. Well, it does move the plot in, like, a very, like, off center kind of way yeah well she comes out to perry during this hiking trip so that's something she's like hey perry i'm into ladies and perry's like okay this does not surprise me (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but anyway so like three days into this i I guess they're doing the whole like what what's the pacific crest or whatever that's over on that side and she's like hiking for part of it with them but then they turn on the news a couple days later and they find out that apparently (laughs) Uh Due to some <laughs> crazy turn of events. Um, some comedy Katie, of errors. Yeah. 
Cade parked her car somewhere, and then that No, car... she parked her car behind a gas station that said it was fine. You know, these are the kind of details that we get in this book, you know? like A lot of them. Like, <laughs> if you want to know exactly how much mayonnaise is on a sandwich, read this book. Because, like, it's, it's so detailed for no kind of reason. There were several yeah. times where I was like, well, this has to be the ending. Because this is one of those uh, Kindle books that only has locations, not pages. And I'm yes. like, I'm at location 4,000. Like, I have to be close, right? Nope. You would think. Uh-uh. It's a long book. Um, So she parked her car behind a gas station. And then some some teens, some youths, apparently <laughs> stole it to joyride. But it, this is Twyla, right? So this is like a no, hot this, car. No, no. No, it's her she truck. Has a, she has a, a lesbian truck. Um <laughs> Right. That's like a, a beat up lesbian truck. And so, yeah, Twyla's safe at home. Don't worry. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I don't know why they would have. I was thinking it was Twyla, which is like a hot car. But apparently this is just like a beat up truck. So I don't know why yeah. they broke into it. And there's no reason rode around in it. I've never, it's... ever heard of that happening in real life. So <laughs> no, um, definitely. And I see a lot of crimes. This is not a crime I've seen. So anyway, they take the truck. They don't steal anything from it. And they accidentally crash it into a ravine and bleed all over the inside of it. Oh, no, no. There's still blood on the inside of the truck from when she crashed her mountain bike. Her mountain bike. Yeah. So it is her blood. And it's apparently everywhere she was so bloody then she didn't tell then anyone the authorities are like where she was going yeah like yeah I, which is apparently i'm not a hiker but i guess you're supposed to do that mm-hmm. have we learned nothing from that movie with that man in it where he has to saw off his own arm <laughs> <laughs> apparently not but this that wasn't out at the time so they hadn't learned it's, that lesson yet you're right you're right but you um, tell people where you're going you tell your your plan to someone who's also not on that trip but also, she did not do that yeah so but also it's like lots of they're in like big bear like i don't think that well i don't know where was where was one arm saw off guy probably somewhere close to los angeles too so i shouldn't say that but it seemed like they were in a pretty <laughs> populated area but anyway yeah. so i guess her cell phone hasn't been working or something but they the <laughs> the whole world thinks that she's missing and so the news is like missing actress like is she dead so she calls and is like, I'm not dead. And her friend Liz shows up and is like, I'm so glad you're not dead. Well, and then the weird yeah. part about that is like when she's seeing like, oh, my God, missing actress all over the news. It's like they're having a press conference with like the cast of her show who are like, we're so concerned that she's missing. That is that very would not, weird. Like it would be like your family or something. It wouldn't be your co-stars. <laughs> <laughs> like if Meredith Grey were missing, we wouldn't have like Alex Karev and Bailey being like, bring her back. <laughs> no, we'd have like her husband or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like, so she didn't tell anyone where she was going, but like, okay, say, say somebody's missing. Liz goes missing. You go missing. Okay. And I'm cop. I call your friends. I also call your parents. Right. Yep. And you would think that Liz and Perry's mom would know <laughs> that Perry for months on end is hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. So then you would think that the cops would be like, oh, she's probably hiking with Perry, possibly, because he's currently in Big Bear. And maybe then call Perry and search for Perry. Don't you mm. think? Well, yes. However, this is not what happened. <laughs> no, this isn't anyway, even close. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so Liz shows up, and then Robin shows up, and you guys... Yeah, Liz is like, oh, by the way, Robin's here. (laughs) Wherever Robin was when she found out that Cade was missing, she dropped everything in her arms, and she just started running. (laughs) (laughs) She was was holding... 
you know, two dozen plates. <laughs> Some eggs. <laughs> a coffee mug full of coffee. <laughs> a scalding hot coffee. Crashed to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Broke into several pieces. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's very similar to the mountain bike crash and very similar to future events where Robin has just been a huge bitch. Uh, Don't and now spoil it, Aaron. She's Don't like, spoil it. She's in love with Caden. She's ready to do this. So she's not. So yeah. She's not in love with Caden, well, but... She's ready to do this. So she right. goes to the motel room and they snuggle times. Yeah, they like smooch and, and snuggle and Robin stays over in her room. They uh, do that course, wonderful trope where like Robin gives the whole speech to Cade and is like, I'm ready for this. Like, I, this is worth the risk. I'm ready to yes. put it all on the line for this and like does this whole speech. And then like... Kate doesn't say anything and like Robin's face falls and she's like, okay, well, I just wanted you to know. And like uh, goes and well. turns toward the door and like <laughs> takes a few steps. And then Kate is like, wait, <laughs> but I want wait. you to stay, stay with me. Like it's very dramatic. Um, yeah. So she does. But yeah. And so then of course, in true Kate fashion, she forgives Robin for being a Mondo bitch. Yeah. Yes. And then they snuggle and kiss and fall asleep. Um, and then the next morning, they, like, start snugging and kissing again. And then Robin's like, we better stop because I want to do this properly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, they kiss so much immediately after they wake up. And all I could think about was morning breath for this whole okay, scene. Okay, thank you. Yes. Like, I, I hate doing that. Like, because I'm so self-conscious that, like, yeah. I just have garbage breath. And <laughs> now, you, now you have to taste my garbage breath. Get up. Brush your teeth. Get back into bed. Like, yes. and this happens a lot in romance novels, but, like, never to the extent of... There was so much mouth stuff going on in yes. this scene where they were just, like... There was, like, discussion of having their mouths just close to each other and, like, breathing each other's air. <laughs> and I was like, That's oh, God. Ooh. Yeah. Like, at least, like, when you're kissing, you're kind of distracted from what could be horrible breath. But when you're just, like, in proximity, oh, uh, yeah, full smells. Yeah, full smells. Um, okay, so, so so Robin leaves. Yeah. Right? They they hang yeah, out well, they all, all, go, all of them. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, Perry... Uh, you know, her brother, Kate's brother is like, oh, my God, she's so hot. And then James, the friend, kisses Cadence, which also right. is not needed. But Robin is gone by then. Yeah. Like, yeah, she yeah, has yeah. to go, oh, 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 we didn't say. So after they smooched, hmm, is it? Oh, yeah, it's after this time. She says, I've got to go for two months because I'm doing an indie film on location somewhere. I don't remember where. The Florida Keys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Florida <laughs> Keys. So um, she has to go to her indie film, I think. Um, so it's just now Cade, Perry, and James, the friend. And yeah, James super makes out with Cade on a balcony. And Cade's like, no, I'm not about this. You're a man. You're 20. You smell like Doritos. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> and he's like, womp, womp. Which again, like, detailed, not needed author, like... This didn't add anything because we never hear from James again. Spoiler. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to add something. Well, we'll get there, but I, this didn't go in the way that I thought it was going to go. So she's about to leave. So Robin is still in town for a couple of days. or She comes back to town for a couple of days before she actually starts filming. And yeah, so they're going to see each other before she leaves for two months. Um, so Kate goes over to Robin's house. She makes her some shrimp scampies, which <laughs> oh, we have God. to hear a lot about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Robin's real comfortable in the kitchen. She yeah. does a lot of like 
you know, chefy things, and Cadence is like, mm-mm. Yeah, and well, Robin really likes watching Cadence eat, because apparently she just, like, wolfs it down, like, she really enjoys food. Yeah, she's- I just imagine her just being like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and don't worry, listener, this, like, description of Cadence comes back later, like, yeah. you really look like you enjoy that food, <laughs> like, which to me does not seem like a compliment, like, no. if somebody told me that, I'd be like- I will never eat again. (laughs) But also, like, how does somebody, like, overtly show that they really like the food besides just being like, Yeah, I think there has to be, like, noise involved. When my brother was younger, uh, one of my older brothers, when he would really enjoy food, you would hear him go, when he would eat. (laughs) True story. (laughs) So, Christian, if you're listening, your secret's out. (laughs) I was hoping it was your other brother, but that's okay. No, no, I never, oh, I never heard grow him up make, with him. Yeah, he was not around for oh, our p- potato laden dinners at the Smith household. <laughs> I have, I have another friend who had like an issue growing up where whenever she ate food, when she'd chew it, she would make a noise like, and still Maybe now today she like subconsciously will do it like when she's alone or when she really enjoys. She has to like stop herself from doing it consciously when she's in front of people (laughs) maybe my brother and her should meet maybe so this is the time where they share about their families uh kade has kind of a weird family where it's like i it's not it doesn't matter except that a lot of things happened with her parents and cheating and stuff and then her older brother became like a (laughs) neo-conservative christian asshole His name's Sebastian, everyone. Yeah, and it doesn't really track for me why he became, like, she's like, and that's why my brother is a neoconservative Christian (laughs) asshole. And I was like, whoa, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. Right. I think he's technically her half-brother, but even still, that is no explanation. Um, And then Robin has, like, a very cool, very close-knit family, but none of them know she's gay except for... Like one brother or something, maybe one or her sister, younger sister, something like that. One of them knows she's gay, but the rest are bisexual. I I couldn't tell if either of these two were gay or bisexual. I was not clear. Yeah, they. I think they're both supposed to be lesbians. Yeah, I don't know because I don't know if they're trying to say that Cade was bi and had just well, realized that she's also into women, or she just realized that she's exclusively into women. Because I can kind of buy the first one a little more. Yeah, I think it should have been the first one, but I think that it was written the second way, where it's like, oh my god, I've been with men, but I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 30. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that all happens, and then they have sex. Sexy times, which... It's on. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, okay, I will say this book, for all its issues, the sex scenes, in my opinion, very good, very, like, satisfying, though this first time, I just... Okay, we know this is, like, Cadence's first time with a woman, but, like, she's like, but I I know the mechanics, which I, I hate that. I hate that whole, like, idea. Yeah, so she's kind of like, I've, people have gone down on me, so I know how to go down on other people. And so she has zero nervousness about this. And right. I, I didn't buy that. I was like, I would be so nervous if I tried I mean- to go down on another lady. But also, <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy that at all, so... Maybe so that's like, where that comes from. I wasn't sure. Yeah, she's like into it because like, you know, Robin makes her cray. But mm-hmm. it's also like, I feel like she's kind of like, by saying like, I know the mechanics, a better way, in my opinion, of putting that is like, 
okay, I know how to get the answer. It's like working my way backwards. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but then there's definitely a line in there where uh, they're like super hardcore making out and they're about to get down to business and Cadence is like, teach me, show me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I just am like, woo, any way to like put like water on my fire, that is, that is how. I don't know, maybe I'm just like a pig about this or something, but I would just be like, nerd, let's just go with what feels good, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. But that's immediately after when, like, isn't Robin like, touch me however you want, explore me, and then then yeah. Kate is like, teach me how. But then yeah. she doesn't need to know, she doesn't need to be taught how, like, at all. She's like, you right. very confident for no reason. Um, yeah, and maybe I read this wrong, but there was definitely a point, like, in, like, the sex part where, like, uh, it made it seem like both of their fingers were inside Robin. <laughs> and I was like, I've never heard of, I mean, sure, whatever you're into, but, like... I didn't notice that. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Maybe it was just me. But I was like, I've never once. Like I'll I'll be honest with you, I read this pretty fast, so I was kinda like fingers, tongues, Well that's what you're gonna get. And like also like the amount of times that the word swipe was used. That's like that's exactly where I was going is I was gonna say the lead up to this is very hot, but like when when like the actual orgasms happened, it was like and then I orgasmed, period. Yes. And the big first orgasm for Cade reads like, and then I had an orgasm, and then it says, as, where is it? Where is it? It's like, as Robin's tongue swiped my clitoris. And I was like, (laughs) swiped? Swiping a credit card? Like, is that like, swipe? That does not um, sound sexy. No, I feel like they could have done a better job at like the whole like orgasm lead up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, less swiping. <laughs> less swiping. So Robin goes to her. Oh, so no, sorry. Big fight has to happen. Oh, well, of course. Well, so, so they have like a crazy night of sex. Cra- so it's the best sex everyone best has sex. ever had. Maybe in and the then, history of lesbians. This is the and best Robin sex. is like, you sure you've never done this before? Like, of So Cadence is a natural lesbian. Yeah, she's really good at going down on ladies. That's right. And so they wake up the next morning. The first thing is Robin... I think at this point says that she wants to like take a break for two months and just like go right. on radio silence because she doesn't, this is a very important indie movie, indie time that director could, like, for her. And like, yeah, she like wants really to... launch her into superstardom. Can't fuck it up. Yeah. So, uh, so she doesn't want the distraction that really pisses Kate off, but she gets over it. And then like Kate's being cute and like wearing Robin's clothes in the morning. And then yeah. all of a sudden Robin's like, my sister's coming, so you have to get out of my clothes get and get the fuck out of my house. Leave. And, and like, starts, like, kind of, like, putting her hand on her back and, like, ushering her toward the door mm-hmm. after, like, this, like, beautiful night that they had had together. Yeah. And so Cade gets really pissed, and she's like, I'm sorry. And, like, rightly so at this point. Yeah. She's like, I'm not, like, a one-night stand. And Robin's like, I'm sorry that just because you're a good fuck, I'm not going to come out to my sister right now. And they get in a big old fight and then the sister yeah. knocks on the door trish of course the sister is like right there yeah and um kate is just changed out of her clothes and she's like oh good morning trish i'm kate uh like robin's I work with platonic your sister friend yes. and i just came over for breakfast and now i will be leaving <laughs> like and then she realizes she doesn't have her car keys or her shoes or her bag her purse yeah or her so- nothing 
No shoes. <laughs> and so she like is out at her car at this point is like, damn it. And then Robin comes like running after her. And like at this point, Robin's wearing like a black silky robe and nothing more, which yeah. is also very like, sure, questionable. Like, I feel like there were a lot of also when when she was in the um the, in the forest or that motel or whatever, there was a lot of like, why is Robin here in the morning? I was just borrowing this hat. Like, very, <laughs> yes. <laughs> They, but, they would you'd think they'd have their story a little more straight by now but also like as adult women sometimes we <laughs> sleep over at each other's houses it's not yeah. super weird just be we like don't always this have is my sex. friend Cade. she got too drunk last night like <laughs> yeah that's all you have to say like it's very where were weird Erin. where yeah. were you they have to be like i was here to borrow this egg now i will be leaving <laughs> <laughs> yes so basically so, like robin like apologizes for being a bitch again are you guys getting used to this because yeah, man there's more coming constant and so then like kate goes back in the house and like introduces herself to her, uh trish the sister and trish is like super not nice really yeah, and she's is like kind all of, you actresses don't do anything <laughs> you're just pretty yeah. you get paid for it and she's then kate is like oh hell no she yeah. kind of gets like mean back and is like well because your sister is so pretty, she has to work twice as hard, which, like, point taken. And then Trish is like, ah, oh, right. Well, yeah. And then Cade leaves and Robin, like, chases her out and is like, you were mean to my sister and that turns me on. <laughs> and, like, smooches her up against the car. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Robin. <laughs> and then um, she leaves and then Robin's gone on her trip. So here are things that happen while Robin's gone. <laughs> yes, thank you. The the tabloids break the kiss with James um, because there was a photographer mm. who saw Kate and James on the balcony kissing. Also, um, I just want to know who are these photographers that are following around like B list <laughs> like SVU stars? It would be like somebody. Be, it would be like the character for all you people. I know that there are HBs that li- that watch SVU. It would be like the character. That the lady that plays the character Amanda, <laughs> like, is splashed all over the front pages of like Us Weekly. And we're like, so who well, they cares? wore it Liz's beach. Liz is apparently like a legit star yes. person, yes. and they wore it Liz's beach house when this happened. So I think the photographer was probably trying to catch Liz and ended up with this like shittier ah. picture instead. But still, it doesn't explain why it's on the cover of every tabloid. <laughs> You'd think <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, oh, maybe we can get like a slow few bucks week. for this. Yeah, slow week. I guess so. Um, this breaks and she has to like deal with her publicist and everything. I really thought that Robin was going to see the picture with James and be like, what the hell? And that never happens. I assume that was the next conflict. It should have been. It would have been the most like, oh yeah, we can understand why Robin's kind of being a bitch this time, but no. (laughs) Nope. That doesn't happen. Um, she and Kate and Liz go to a fancy seafood restaurant called Crustacean. (laughs) Um... It's a place to be seen, everyone. And again, nothing happens except for they run into Josh, who uh, Robin's boyfriend, Josh. Tennis and man. Liz thinks that maybe Cade is in love with Josh, and that's why she's right. being so weird. Um, then Cade has a day date with Josh where they hang out as friends. Um, Cade meets Robin's mom, who's right. Spanish and a chef. I guess, yeah. Or owns a restaurant or whatever. Right. Um and her and Josh eat there. It's clear that mom knows that Robin is gay and she's yes. very weird at Kate about it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you. And also, why did Robin have to have a different name? I don't know. Like, her actual name is apparently Sabina. Yeah. Who cares? 
<laughs> yeah, and she's like, you make my Sabina smile. Which is like, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> like, you've never met this, you've never seen them together, you've never met this woman before. And she, like, caresses her cheek, too. She's very like her daughter. <laughs> she's like, oh, I can see you will bring back my Sabina's smile, bring her smile back. And it's like, you don't know this woman. She could, like, legit just be her friend. Like, if your mom... <laughs> If oh your mom ever came up to me, like, caressed my cheek and was like, bring back my Lizzie's smile, I would be like, oh, uh, ma'am, I'm not gay. Like, Did she get an accident or something? Like, The answer is uh, no, Robin never gets in an accident. It's always true. That's, right. That's um, right. But that was very weird, and I didn't feel like Robin was overly depressed either. It didn't seem no. like her smile was gone. It was very weird. Um, yeah, very weird. Her mom, her mom in this book is like a Spanish Yoda. Like, she like she like is very wise and like knows stuff. And the sister is there. It's the sister's restaurant. She's the chef there, and the sister's pissed because she thinks that Kate is out with Josh, who's Robin's <laughs> boyfriend, and she's like two time in. Or Josh is two time and Robin right under right. their noses at their family restaurant. So, but she sees what she is. She knows. Yeah, and so she calls the press and is like, "Guess who's cheating on who? Is these people?" And they're here. And then all the cameras come, and Josh and Cade get in this like media scandal of is Josh cheating on Robin with Cade? It doesn't right. really matter much. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> at all to the plot. <laughs> Um, so then the next thing that happens is Robin shows up in the, in the night with a hoodie and is like, I'm secretly here and let's have sex. And then they do. Um, and then are they at a hotel? They must no, be. They're, are they? Oh yeah. This is the one where she leaves in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. They're in New York at this point. Cause Cadence had to like go do something in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it also doesn't matter. No. Really. And then she and then Robin shows up and is like, I need to bang and I need to bang like now. And what I don't want to do is talk. So shut up. No talking. Let's have a misunderstanding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so Cade wakes up alone and is pissed because Robin ghosted her again. And then Cade's going to be on a morning show, like a Today Show or something like that. And then Robin's like this secret special surprise guest on the morning show. (gasps) And so they show everybody that they're actually friends and they're not you know fighting over a man and then Cade gets real mad at robin because she's like why'd you leave and why didn't you tell me you're on the show and Ugh. why are you an asshole and they get in a big fight and it Ugh. turns out um robin left her a note that she didn't see so of course that's why and then robin or, and then cadence is like oh my god i'm so sorry you're right i'm overreacting all the fights in this book just seem <sighs> completely stupid and yep. just like talk to each other and get over it so um Robin goes back to her movie. Uh, Cade hangs out with Liz. Cade tells Liz that she's fucking Robin. Liz seems pretty unsurprised about that. Um. <laughs> yeah, and like I feel like ends one of the chapters with, "Well, is she a screamer?" <laughs> is how I imagine her saying it. <laughs> I like the idea that like she's some kind of like old tiny like forty starlet. <laughs> Oh my! Is she a screamer? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, and also Liz is engaged. Who the fuck cares? Um, so 
So Kate goes to see. So Robin finally is like, I don't, I can't concentrate anyway because I'm just thinking about you. So you may as well come visit me on location at my indie film. So she goes and visits Robin. They have like three days of sex and snuggles. Yeah. Um, weird stuff that happens on this trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Aside from like sex, the scenes again, they're good. They're Even good. if you're not they're all good. into ladies, I think it's pretty universally. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hot. Super hot. Doesn't matter if you're into ladies or not. So they're talking one night, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Robin is like, hey, um, this makes a joke about like tying each other up or something. Robin oh. makes this joke. Robin yes. says something about like, do you want me to tie you up or something? And Kate was like, nah. And Robin's like, but are you into that? Is that something you want me to do? I really want everything we do together to be things that you enjoy. And I want to do everything that you want me to do. And Kate's like, yeah, I just said that I didn't yeah, want I'm you not to into do it. that. And then Robin's like, I'm really scarred because of some <laughs> relationship that I had. And it was with uh. a woman. And like, she hurt me really bad. And Kate's like, Kate's like, uh, did, did she punch you in the face or like what's yeah, your did deal? she like hurt hurt you yeah and robin's like no she didn't hurt me like physically but she like made me hurt her <laughs> physically a lot and it was like went way too far and then one day i was like i don't want to hurt you like this anymore <laughs> and then she laughed at me and was like ha 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 i was just testing you <laughs> stupid american girl to see how far you would go and then she made fun of me at a party and it's like what the fuck yeah, and then she's like, it's very awkward because sometimes I see her in the city now. And then what? Kate has to be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kate has to be like, cool story, bro. Like, it's very weird. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, this is like kind of used in the book. Like, this is really the only like insight into Robin I feel like we get mm -hmm. that she's such an, a jerk. Yeah. In her relationships because of this one bad experience she had many moons ago. And it doesn't track like it doesn't. OK, there's so many things about this that don't make sense. Like if you were into BDSM, you would I, I feel like you wouldn't. There's no thing of like, oh, I'm just going to con this person into doing a lot of pain play on me and then I'm going <laughs> right. to laugh in their face. <laughs> like that's not. <laughs> And also, like, Robin, you brought it up. Like, it would make more sense if this yeah. came up organically. Like, Cade was like, hey, would you mind, like, give me a little spank or something? Or, right. you know. And then right. Robin was like, no, I'm not comfortable with that anymore because of this experience that I because had. Because here's why. But Robin yes. was like, hey, do you want me to do that? No. No. But do you, though? Because I really want to tell you the story. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this about me. So yeah. get ready for it. It was very weird. And I feel like it's during, like, the beach scene, too. Um, where they're having a lot of sex that like Robin has to be like you should never apologize for wanting to have sex and then Kate's like yeah sorry I'm kind of like a cat in heat like, <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> stop it stop <laughs> and it just makes you think it's like you know have you ever heard a cat in heat they're like they make like <laughs> the worst noises they're like <laughs> like <laughs> Again, I'm going to make another Bachelor reference because I'm just talking to you and we haven't talked about this season yet. But the, the young girl who sucks, Demi. Yes. Did you notice that when he asked her if she had any pets, she was like, I have a kitty cat. <laughs> Did you notice? Yeah. Like, I was Cats aren't sexy, you guys. Like, that doesn't, that's not sexy to be like, I have a kitty cat. 
I cool. have a kitty cat. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not sexy. Cat and heat. Um, okay. They're together, so they have to get in a fight. Um, so, okay. Cade tells Robin that she loves her. Robin yes. clearly likes it because she's like, say it again, Cade, say it again. And then like kisses her real hard and she makes Cade say it like five times. And then they have mind-blowing lesbian lady sex. Love sex, though. It's different when, yeah, love when sex. lesbians, when we love each other, it gets more intense. <laughs> oh, is that the case? Yes. Good to know. I didn't know that's like a magical thing for lesbians. That... Moving quickly? Check. <laughs> Saying I love you? Check. And then it's like you're on a whole nother like mind level in sex. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe this... maybe you straights like experience this too. You I don't straights. know. <laughs> but that's how it is for ladies. No, we don't. I don't know anything about the ways of love. So thank you for <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they have like super intense sex. Um, then the next morning, I think Cade says, I love you again, doesn't get it back from Robin. Right. And then Robin's like, instead of saying, I love you back, she's like, actually, I'm going to go take a shower. Why don't you come shower with me? And Ro- and Cade's kind of like, I don't really feel like it right now. Right. I'm going to make you breakfast and then we can talk and then, yeah, then we can way. talk about this. And yeah. then, you know. Kate handles this surprisingly maturely. Robin is like, so like Kate like leaves the room. Yeah, she, yeah, Kate leaves the room, and then the next thing we know, Robin's like rushing, throwing all her stuff in a bag, and like rushing to get out of the the cottage or whatever. Right. And Kate's like, "What's what the hell? What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, you're gonna withhold sex from me because I didn't say I love you." And uh. Kate's like, "No, I don't." Actually, I think you were being kind of manipulative because I said, <laughs> yeah. I love you, and you didn't say anything. And then you said, let's have sex instead of talking. And then they get in a big fight, and Robin storms off. And she, again, is just like, oh, you think because you're a good lay, I'm just going to fall in love with you? <laughs> and like, this is just a fuck to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, And here and we like, are. At this point, I think Kate is like, if you – I've told you I don't like to share – uh, mm-hmm. So if you like sleep with someone else, you'll never be with me that way again. Yeah, which is like maybe like the only kind of redeeming thing that she said in re- retaliation to Robin ever. Well, after um, one then- of these fights, Robin did go off and have sex with somebody else. What when they were first beginning? It was oh, like the week yeah. that she canceled yeah. dinner. So I feel like Cade had some kind of historical reference for that. Like, hey, I by the right. way, don't get over this fight by having sex with somebody else, or we're through forever. So Robin, like, you hear, like, the wheels on the pavement go, skirt, and then she leaves. <laughs> I added like, that for dramatic effect. Big sunglasses, hair in the wind, <laughs> the wind of the convertible. Um, oh, wait, no, but Robin, before she leaves, she's like, the cleaning lady's coming <laughs> at three. Yeah, be, be gone by, here by three. <laughs> yes. Be gone with um, you. Because we have to know every single tiny piece of scheduling <laughs> and food yeah. and but, like, clothing What time item. is it at this yeah. point? Yeah. <laughs> Did she already crack those eggs for that omelet? The answer to that is yes. I do know that that's true. But this is the kind of book that it's like in the middle of the sex scene, the writer will be like, and now it was 4.45 p.m. (laughs) So Kate's mad. So she's like, you know what? I do what I'm mad. I'm going to go on a run. So she like goes and exercises on the beach. But hey, listener, are you kind of getting bored? Are you kind of like... 
be are you questioning how Robin and Cadence will work this out? You wait. It's coming. Cade is in a brutal attack that makes no sense. So she's running on the beach and then she sees a handicapped man come over to <laughs> the walking stick. And she thinks he's really old and she thinks maybe he needs help because he's coming directly at her. Keep in right. mind she's running. <laughs> So he's hobbling toward her. And then when he when he gets dark, he looks at her in her face, and he's much younger than she thought. Instead of yes. being seventy, he's forty, and he takes the walking stick and just begins uh, her with it. Yeah, beating like, the shit out of her and yelling things like, "I saw you! I saw you touch saw her!" With her, yeah. yeah. Um, and so then, then Cadence is like, you know that that classic like, and then it all went black. Yeah, and she her last thought was she was so happy Robin wasn't there because he would have attacked Ugh. her too. Yeah. It's very sweet. So Cadence wakes up in the hospital. Uh, Sebastian, the brother, is there. Who cares? Um, and Sebastian has kicked Robin out of the hospital room because I feel like the author wanted to make a point about this. Um, so Sebastian has said Robin can't be in the hospital room because that's gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like basically, like Cadence has her eyes closed because she's like coma ing or whatever, and mm-hmm. she's she like hears like him be like, "I don't care how famous she is, nurse lady, she's not yes. coming in this room." <laughs> and the nurse is like, "But she's so famous!" Like, let <laughs> yeah. her so Cade wakes up. She finds out that like apparently Robin was being stalked by this guy who like yeah. Also this is knows, like a well known like, fact that we just never knew we never, until now. We know so much at this point, you guys. Why didn't we know this? This guy was like, I guess, jealous that like Cade was smooching on Robin. I assumed this was going to be a hate crime until yeah. Cade woke up and like found it because I thought he just saw two ladies smooching and his brain right. short circuited and he needed to murder <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Death, murder, kill. Yeah, but it should have been. That would have been, been on brand for this book, though, because yeah, it seemed yeah. like everybody was very against ladies kissing the entire book. So that would have made sense. But no, he's a stalker. Yeah. He's been into Robin for a while or something. But um, they caught him. And yeah. he's not going to hurt any Robins anymore. Oh, God, I have such a problem with this. <laughs> the first thing that they said that I was like, no, 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 was, hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, Cade, just so you know, while you were sleeping, we tested your vagina (laughs) and also your anus. And based on that, we can tell that you weren't raped because there wasn't trauma to either of those. Guys, I don't know if you ever need to know this fact. I hope not. You never come into any kind of circumstance where you need to know this, but that means nothing. There's there doesn't need to be trauma to any sexual organs for like that. You can't be like, oh, this isn't ripped so now we know you were totally okay no one raped you that's not a thing also um Cade finds out they're like uh turns out he's crazy so he's gonna go directly to a mental institution no trial because <laughs> oh because we think he's probably too crazy to stand trial that's not a thing you guys a he's not too crazy to stand trial you've got to be real 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 crazy and b it would take like two years to find that out so i didn't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Well, I mean, it's like par for the course, right? Like this author just does not care to learn anything about how police stuff works, considering it's like we have a real police situation here. And then we also have this whole freaking television show all about policing and ADAing and stuff. And none of this is all right. I was hoping that the author was making a point about how unrealistic the TV show was. And then like a Mm. real like Mm. crime thing was going to happen. It was going to be clear, like the difference of, you know, how real crime stuff happens. But no, it's not like that at all. Um, also he confessed. Why not? Uh, okay. So Robin <laughs> comes rushing in. So she, Kate gets rid of Sebastian. It's like Robin can come in and Robin comes rushing in and guess what you guys, Robin forgives Cade and she loves <laughs> no. him now because no, her life yep. is threatened. Yeah. 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 Um, there, and then like, there's five more chapters for no kind of reason like yeah Ugh. Kate goes and stays with Perry at Liz's Malibu beach house Robin comes over they have sex I don't it's it's fine it's just like I don't know why we have a meeting with her agent about like yeah, talking Connie. about relationships Old Connie. Yeah. Uh, we learn about Merkins um oh yeah we yeah. do a whole scene where Cade gets brutally attacked for like the tv show yeah, the TV shows, hey, we can't really do without Cade, so what we're going to do is we're going to work in her real-life injuries to the show, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's kosher. Yeah. Um, and then Cade goes to one of Robin's family parties, and Robin, like, comes out to everybody there. Right. And again, no one's surprised, except for Trish, the sister. Right. And then... I don't know. Robin tells Cade that she's like got long term plans, baby, and like she's in it for the. Oh well, I guess we kind of grazed over that at that party. Trish tries to really like fuck things up with the sister, and then the mom has to come in and be like, "You, Trish, leave everybody alone." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoda mom is like saves the day. (laughs) Yeah, and then Trish is like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. Y'all can be gay. It's fine." (laughs) yeah i'm sorry you guys could be gay (laughs) yeah and then it's like i see a future a real future with you cadence i feel like if this had been a hetero book this would have been a proposal at the family party but unfortunately that kind of thing wasn't legal back in aught six so we didn't get a proposal at the end of. well then it makes you wonder so yeah to be clear listener the book is over now um finally (laughs) finally done but then I wonder if, like, present day, if these people would still be together. I don't think that they would. I think Cadence would have died by now. Yeah, I just feel like <laughs> the, the only way they can make up is for one of them to have, like, a completely life-threatening uh, injury. Ooh, or do you think that, like, it, like Cadence could pull, like, a Marlena Evans and, like, get, like, <laughs> anesthesia? No, not anesthesia. No. You know, where she forgets stuff. Amnesia. <laughs> Yeah, that. Yeah, and then I think Robin so. has to like teach her everything all over again. Mm-hmm. Or like Kate could get possessed by the devil, Ooh. and Robin could exercise her. You guys, we're talking I about be... Days of Our Lives, a show that Liz and I have watched since our infancy. It's like vintage days here, but like I feel like, can we please write fanfic to like continue these characters' <laughs> trials and tribulations? I feel like that's what the, the, the MIA author would have wanted. Actually, it just occurred to me, Days of Our Lives fanfic. Why aren't we reading it? Why aren't we writing it? I don't know why. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. I'm that's, sure there's ever, great Days of Our Lives fanfic out there. Have you ever read fanfic? Yeah, a little bit, but only really not to the extent of like 
only since I started the podcast have I read really? any fanfic because people have recommended it on the Facebook group. But I was never onto that scene before. I'm just surprised with like, I don't know how much you like X-Files and stuff. There's, <laughs> I'm sure, volumes and volumes of X-Files fanfic. I'm sure. I just never, I guess I just was never like tuned into that world. So I never knew about it. I read, uh, full disclosure, I read mm-hmm. fanfic, um, but it was about Hanson, the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i wish you would have had me guess because i think i would have got there if you're like i read fanfic guess what it was about and there's this one story that was like literally 70 chapters this was oh me god. in like junior high being like hmm i feel like you had this whole secret life that none of us knew about <laughs> yes it's like the secret life of liz uh-huh. uh before because i was not out in high school um I didn't really even, like, ever officially come out, I guess. I was going to say, I feel like you just came out to me on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, guys, like, I'm engaged to a lady, and uh, I told my parents, like, (laughs) oh, yeah, by the way, Kate and I are together, like, together, together, and then I let that fester for, like, a week. My parents were like, yay, we're happy for you, la, 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 and then a week later, I was like, oh, yeah, we're we're getting married now. (laughs) Surprise! <laughs> Did you tell your parents that you'd been together this whole yeah uh, yeah it was like thirteen years or whatever yeah. it's been? And my mom, very much like Yoda mom from the story, was like, "Yes, I was just waiting for you to tell me." But well, we're like n- not that kind of family that is like huggy feely, like talk about personal lives and stuff. So yeah, you know, it happened. I feel like thirty three. Most of us. <laughs> I feel like most of us were waiting for you to tell us, and then like this is classic Liz. Like this is very on brand. You just like uh. refused to, and then um, got married to a lady. It's just how it happened for me. But here we are. Here we are. Actually, I remember the moment where I like kind of confronted you on it. Would have been yeah, two thousand seven you... or something. Because. Aaron went to law school in New Orleans and then would drive up and I lived in St. Louis at the time. So she would take a pit stop and stay the night with me and Kate at our house. And then I specifically remember like after one time, Aaron being like, so are you and Kate like together? Because she's really nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this wasn't this wasn't then. This was, no? no, I was still in college because I remember where I was because I was in Peoria in the, because remember I was living with a special friend of yours oh yeah <laughs> and um, hey, a special friend if you listen she's not listening <laughs> but somebody who liz had maybe dated a long time ago but like in secret and like so i kind of like kind of got wind of it and so we were on the phone one day and i was like hey liz um you know i'm living with so-and-so and like you know if you ever needed to tell me that you were in kate were more than just friends do you remember this at all I guess I don't. Oh, my God. that That's how much it meant yeah, to me. Yeah, really. And so, like, I was, like, had an ulcer, and I was, like, trying to tiptoe around it. I was like, oh, are you okay? And you were like, uh, yeah. I remember the intonation perfectly. This is exactly what you said. You went, <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> and it was shortly after yeah. that that I visited you guys in St. Louis, and you were like, my bedroom's up here. And it was like... <laughs> 
you can sleep there yeah. in my bedroom because I'll be sleeping in like, Kate's bedroom. If your bedroom had like nothing in it, it was like a bed <laughs> and nothing else, and all your shit was downstairs. And I remember it being was like, like a sham bedroom for my parents. Right? It was <laughs> like, 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 like all the furniture could have been cardboard, you know? Yeah. Like it was it was literally a bed and nothing else, and a, an empty dresser, <laughs> and it was like in the attic. <laughs> and I was I remember thinking like. Does Liz not remember that she already told me that these two are together? Like, she doesn't need to keep yeah. up this sham. Um, yeah, but clearly. You and then didn't I feel sh- shortly after we were like reconnecting with our other Facebook or uh, high school girlfriends, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, pretty much anyone that you ever had a doubt that I <laughs> liked. Yeah, like, it's the truth. Yeah. Um, I also remember that when I visited one of those times that you and Kate were on a diet called the cookie diet, where you just ate cookies. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> well, they were special cookies. Yo, like, they were, like, protein-packed cookies. I don't know. It was, like, it was like the early, like, 2010s. We didn't yeah, know what we were doing. It was just really funny, because you just had this big jar of cookies, and I was like, you guys want to go out to eat? And you were like, oh, no, we cookies. must, we just have to eat these cookies. <laughs> Uh, I will say that that is like all lesbian couples, Erin. That oh, is just me you and guys, Kate. You guys only... <laughs> yeah, and from then on, I thought that lesbians only ate special protein cookies. I just want to dismiss these rumors here and now. Well, I did. I did from those visits assume that all lesbians have two Labradors at all times, and I turned out to be right about that. <laughs> it's true. Kate and I have always had. A, a lab and a golden retriever. Oh, now we sorry. have two golden retrievers. Oh. They're similar enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the difference. Sorry. Okay. No, you're a cat person until... Well, you're still a cat person to me. I changed because I became allergic to cats in, like, late high school. Like, I developed a horrible cat allergy, and then... So um, you killed your parents' cats. My cats mysteriously died. <laughs> <laughs> Very mysterious. Very, like... Cloak and dagger in the night. My parents whisked my cats away to be euthanized, and I, I never found out. Oh God, this is going to be like thirty minutes on the end of the podcast of us just talking about shit. But like, sorry, everyone. I went away for a Wait. summer job, and then I came back. Like I was gone like two months, and they were like, "Oh, the cats died," and we're like, it's "Like both of them." Wait, both of them? They both died? Because they were not the same age. And they were like, oh, yeah. Did they kill each other? Um, like... Yeah. They're like, uh, they died because they ate that bad Imus food. And I was like, oh, in the span of two months? They're like, we had to kill them because they ate that bad Imus food. Like, I feel like this was preemptive. <laughs> Premeditated. Yeah. Jury's still out, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. McCarthy. It was like preventative uh... medicine to kill my cat. <laughs> They're like, we thought that they might get sick from the I'm <laughs> See, this sounds like an SVU episode. Yeah. Um, they never really liked the cats. So. <laughs> well, their names were too long. Or one of them. Uh, yeah, one of them had a really long name. The other one had a very short name. Um, yeah. All right. Did you bring a lady love or no? Yes. All right. Liz. Okay. Me, my lady love is actually a suggestion of two websites and perhaps some of you are familiar with these because i live my life by them one is the wire cutter uh-huh. and the other is new york magazine's uh the strategist and both of these sites are like recommendation sites so like if you're looking for like my best example is like i wanted a new winter coat to have another 
like layer of sorts to wear. And this strategist suggested this crazy cheap coat on Amazon, like a puffer coat that you can get on Amazon. And I got it for like 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. It was like on crazy sale. And it's like, this coat now has like taken over New York City. Like you see them everywhere on everyone. <laughs> and 30 bucks, super cute coat, very warm. Uh, and all thanks to this website. And then also, so like the strategist does more like fashion, like what high-waisted pants are really comfortable. We asked 30 fashion editors in the city. But then the wire cutter is more like, um, it's a New York Times company. So it's more like, I only want to spend $1,000 on a, new TV, which one's the best? Mm -hmm. And they test like all the TVs and they say, this one's the best. And for the following reasons. So now I won't buy anything unless they're specifically endorsed by either of these websites. Um, I also live my life by the wire cutter. And you guys, in case you're wondering about like the great steam mop uh, fight (laughs) of 2018, the wire cutter (laughs) favors my steam mop, the shark steam mop. Um, But yeah, I live my life by the wire cutter as well. And also the sweet home. You know about the sweet home, right? Well, I think that the, they're the same um, thing. Yeah, they tur- the sweet home turned into wire cutter. Oh, I thought it was vice versa. I thought sweet home branched off from wire cutter. But wire cutter is for electronics and sweet home is for like home goods like towels. What's the best towel? Yeah. What's the best faucet? What's the best whatever cutting board? It's like, and maybe I hope that you all know about it and you're like, no, duh. Yeah. Like we know. But I... It's like Yelp for literally anything that you want to buy. It's yeah. perfect. Podcast microphones. That's how I bought my microphone, my mic stand, my everything. Yeah, everything. Everything. Lawnmowers. Everything. <laughs> I got my lawnmower because the wire cutter said that's the best lawnmower and I trust them. Um, how about you, Erin? I would like to make a plug because this is the first time I've recorded since Christmas time. And for Christmas, uh, David bought me the new Kindle Paperwhite. Are you familiar? It's It's so thin. It's very thin. It's very, like, nice to hold. It's got, like, a nice, like, feeling rubber back. Um, It's waterproof, so you can take it into the bathtub bathtub. or the ocean or whatever. This was supposed to be, like, we are going to Hawaii. Like, now you can have your book on the beach because you can't read your iPad on the beach because it's, like, the glare and stuff and Kindles you can't. Um, I did not lay on the beach once in Hawaii, so that didn't really help. But... I'm not like a lay on the beach sort of. We did like kayaking and paddle boarding and stuff. Um, okay. Hiking and that kind of thing. But I'm in love with this device. Like I I, I had to visit a hospital. You guys are going to hear about it eventually. Like Melody and I will record and talk about it, I'm sure. But I was in a hospital for part of this Hawaii vacation. And like I was trying to tell the nurse how great my Kindle Paperwhite is. <laughs> and my mom interrupted me and was like, she's in like a weird kind of love with this device just like ignore her <laughs> was basically like listen um you don't have to listen to her talk about this anymore i love this thing um but if you want color it doesn't have color so if you're a comic book person it might not be for you oh gotcha can you like barehand it like one hand yes. hold it yeah it's small enough that you can and it's very light which it's a lot and lighter than my big- ipad do you have really big hands you don't, or really small hands? You don't remember the feel of my hands, Liz? It's been too long. There have been so many plays and various things where you've held <laughs> oh, yeah. hands. No, I have yeah. regular size hands. It's like, okay, okay. I'm going to, this is going to be great for podcasting. Are you ready? This is my yes. iPad mini. Ooh, okay, yeah. This is my Kindle Paperwhite. So, oh, yeah. Like, Definitely want the Kindle. Yeah. 
It's just like a little bit smaller, a lot lighter. So if you're reading in bed, your hand doesn't get tired of holding it up there kind of thing. Or like if you want to shove it in your purse or something, it would fit easier, not be so cumbersome. If you were wearing big cargo pants, it would fit in your pocket. (laughs) Perfect. And I always wear my cargo pants. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's exactly what i've been looking for the big You're side pocket my on my pants. cargo shorts <laughs> or my overalls because i'm a lesbian <laughs> I, I think that it would be perfect in that front pocket of an overall <laughs> let me whip it out yeah great um okay thanks for being here liz really appreciate it. special insight into this book that melody and i couldn't give so um yeah thanks for reading a whole romance novel are you gonna read more I've read many <gasps> more. This was like my gateway drug. What so now read? I'm kind of, uh, there's like so many. And most of mine, I'm finding that I have like a specific type where I need like one lady to be really powerful <laughs> and one to be not. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's kind of like Fifty Shades-esque uh, where like some powerful rich lady takes up, you know, interest in a stupid like worker bee person. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm into that. I can see um, you I've, being into that. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I think I've read like, I don't know, nine books wow. thus far. And I don't even read. Like, I know how to read, but I, I usually... <laughs> <laughs> like, usually, like, I'll start books and I'll have, like, many, like, halfway through books. But mm-hmm. no, like, romance books, I've been able to start them and finish them. Now, granted, sometimes, like books like this, I'm kind of flipping through like, uh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. this person's getting engaged, don't really care. But like, I have finished all these like nine or so books. So have thank they mostly you for... been like contemporaries? Or have you read any paranormals? Because I feel like you would really like some werewolves and vampires. You know, I did read one paranormal that was like a lesbian paranormal, but they uh, they only had sex once. Oh. And I was like, nope. And they got interrupted. <laughs> and I was like, so we can't. So one person gets off. Great. Great. Now we have to go take care of the rest of the goddamn werewolves. Oh my gosh, Thank you're you. like a total convert. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, right, you, awesome. know, you know me. This is, this is how things work. It's like I have to really hate something before I love That's it. That's true. And somebody else can't tell you to like it. You have to like yeah. find it. Discover well, it. Well, there have been several threads in the Facebook group that are like, hey, does anyone know any like good female female books? So you should get on there and like recommend some because um, I don't. Uh, yeah. This is the second one I've ever read. So I don't know a lot to recommend. Yeah. Get at me, ladies. All right. Um, so. Uh, okay. So keep being a badass. <laughs> and love yourself <laughs> as much as you love swiping clitorises. Swiping right right. on all those clitorises. All day. Yep. All right. Bye, Liz. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.